Hello and welcome back to Transvox. It's a wonderful day. It's Thursday. It's a it's it's freezing cold. It's lashing down with rain. It's a traditional northeastern summer's day. How are you doing down in Stokey land? We're doing absolutely fine, and it is uh, equally dull and overcast, but still, that hasn't dampened our spirits. You know what? When I moved up here, someone said to me, "There's June and there's winter." And I think after <laughs> say it's it's uh, this year in particular. Hey, you can tell we're British, can't we? Because the first thing we talk about is the weather. That's really Absolutely. quite scary. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, we don't get, and I get no, the street I live in. We get, I get no sun our side of the street, so it only mm -hmm. ever goes to the side of the street because terrace houses, so we don't get any sun. So oh. I'm used to it being overcast. <laughs> wow, interesting. Well. Uh, I thought this week we'd have a, a little gossip about what's been happening in the news because it's been quite oh. interesting. And I thought we could talk about, I thought we could talk about, um, you know, the big issues of um, far right politics in Hungary and Germany, or we could talk about far right politics in Australia and such like. But no, no, I thought what we do is talk about the UK. And um, I was quite interested in the King's speech. Seems weird since the, the King's speech, isn't it? It that is the, um, that the long anticipated, promised and destined news that co the conversion therapy thing was going to be um, changed in a fantastic move for our community didn't happen in the King's speech. So um, what do you think? It sort of sort of wasn't surprised, really, because, uh, I mean, the, when it was originally proposed, I think every, you know, the government everybody was on side of it. And then typically in the UK, somebody started talking about trans people being included and then the government got a bit um cold feet over it so it seems you know because there's a lot of talk about excluding trans people at one point from uh, from the conversion therapy ban which is absolutely a, an abhorrent idea um and then it comes down to it they just can't be bothered right and it's you know it's not something i think they see i guess they see vote vote winning with an election coming within the next year so um again everybody's been let down by something that frankly seems so obvious that we should have you know yes. so, um, I, I, i've not met anybody that re anybody really that believes conversion therapy one is not it really works or is it but two isn't just a cruel thing to to do um i mean it's interesting you say that have you have you ever met anybody that's been through it? i know i know someone who went through it um as part of some treatment in the states because they're quite keen on conversion therapy and what they said was that um they went the been on conversion therapy three times in the states and it was a gay man and he said it was the best sex he's ever had because basically <laughs> in the place in this camp where there are about 60 gay guys uh all being converted and they had a, a really fantastic time and um it didn't it didn't make me laugh i have to be honest is that that thing about best laid plans often very very rarely come to the truth when it comes to our community because we've got a way of sticking two fingers up at people haven't we yeah it, I, I don't know i don't think i'm not sure how i've, I've met people that have talked to me about that should have been forced to go through it. but it clearly does happen and it, it tends to happen within some uh religious communities it seems most likely although they're not exclusive and uh, there are clearly some therapists who believe um so from what i understand i, I imagine it's a tiny majority who believe that um uh, conversion therapy um um is something that is in some way legitimate um so yeah, I mean it's 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 enough for it to warrant a piece of law, 
think. Um, you know, and, and I think particularly with um, for trans people at the moment with that hanging over and, you know, the atmosphere in the UK. And it's not it's not just about sort of sending somebody along and sticking electrodes and they're going to be converted or some crazy stuff. But it's it's the pressure that's put people up under. under. I think uh, the pressure from, you know, maybe a, within a community or something to. Well, I was I was quite interested, as you know, because I'm a I'm a big fan of um, all things medical and uh, just doing a quick bit of reading around gay cure therapy. That's what it's called or reparative right. care therapy and um, a bit similar to sudden onset trans transgenderism. Have you heard about this? That idea. Oh. If you hang around transgender people, there's a risk you might be infected and, and no, suddenly have to I, wear a frock. It's. And that's come from young people's schools. So this is an idea that um, some of the um, transphobes, let's not call them what they are, have been perpetuating this idea that because we've seen a, an increase in young people identifying their gender identity as different and assigned at birth, that somehow this is a rapid onset and it happens really quickly and it's some sort of, I've also used, social contagion is the word I've also used. And it, we know it's absolute nonsense. We know it's absolute nonsense, but it is it is something that's peddled. And it is something that, you know, um, sadly, some of the people in the establishment listen to because these people get platforms, you know? Yeah, staggering, isn't it? Well, anyway, apparently some of the some of the um, conversion therapy techniques include things like therapy, which is which is um, bizarre because actually it's quite easy to fake a therapeutic result. Mm. Um, but also something you know more worried about electric shock treatment, um, torture, um, food withdrawal. I mean. It's an extreme thing to do to go on a diet. But, I mean, some of these people are properly wacko and they're really properly thinking of horrible things to do to people. And, I mean, this is just this is just, um, this is just treating people as animals, isn't it? And, you know, and luckily, as you say, it doesn't really happen over here. So we can be maybe be afforded to be slightly more jocular. But the serious side to this is, um, you know, we have been the focus of um, a lot of vitriol from the, from the government and... And, and I think the reason that the queer community generally is starting to take notice a little bit more and be a, a lot more and visibly more supportive is that I think they recognise that this is a rollback of all of our rights and conversion therapy is similar to this idea of Clause 28 or what was it called? Clause 4? No, Clause 4 is Labour Party. 28. 28, that's right, sorry. <laughs> and um, and it's that idea that once it's, once once we're dealt with, you know, it's the queer, the rest of the queer community next. So we all have a vested interest in, in protecting us, each other. Well, the very fact that in any way, the, even the phrase conversion therapy, when applied to queer people, when applied to LGBT plus people, is legitimate, legitimises the idea that we should be ashamed of who we are. I mean, yeah. that's, that, that can be the only, only reading of that, because why would you convert somebody from something if it makes them if they're happy and they're doing nobody else any harm? I mean, why yeah. on earth um, would something like your sexuality or gender identity need converting if it wasn't some if it unless it was something to somehow be ashamed of or something you know that wasn't yeah that's sorry to jump in that's a terrible lag no, no. on zoom but it's really interesting you say that something that makes you happy and i was listening to who's that older woman in her 80s the lesbian who who's always really naughty on graham norton miriam miriam margulies miriam yes. yes that's right and she was talking about pronouns and how she hated the use of pronouns because it just went against grammatical english and then she's she she's, she's <laughs> apparently she said she met a, um, a trans person in australia who was very erudite who was very calm and sat down and talked and explained it and she just said actually 
if actually using the words they, them, he, they, she, whatever the pronoun might be, just made someone happy, why wouldn't you do it? That's, I mean, I, I didn't see that interview. Really interesting that mm. she came, she understood that. That's the whole thing about this, you know? Yeah. That, that What comes down to the nub of everything is trans people, well, well the whole of the community, we're not anyway negative to anybody else in the world. Mm. And if it is who we are, even if you, even if you don't believe somehow or somehow think that we're deluded or something what's it matter because we're not harming anybody else there is no harm and the only harm's caused to the people that you're trying to make feel ashamed of who they love or who they are um and yeah i mean the fuss over language one language changes all the time you know and you know historically going back we didn't use gendered pronouns. It was more they and them and thou, you know, and other languages don't have, you know, where's the fuss? Finland has no gendered pronouns. So, you know, it's, it's languages, of course, made up and language adapts. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't understand uh, anybody's idea on, uh, on the idea that somehow it's controversial, but yeah, I don't know. Well, it's good to hear that somebody there that listened to a trans person said, Actually, who, who, who am I harming by just respecting, respecting them? I mean, it's... Yeah, it's nice. Isn't it? And actually, I think she would accept that she she came to that not really understanding. And it's that classic thing about sitting down and calmly having a conversation and explaining things and getting rid of the um, getting rid of the um, the cant. Now, now, here's another thing. Oh, what was that? Right? So one of the interesting things that's also happened this week is some news in Scotland that um, in a written ruling, Lady Dorian, the logistics lock, set out that a person with a GRC in the female gender is defined as a woman under the Equality Act 2010. So this has been news that's been going on in Scotland because obviously we know the hoo-ha that went on backwards and forwards. But it's interesting that they have redefined women as women who are assigned well, female at birth, but also transgender women with a GRC certificate. So that's that's interesting, isn't it? Well, I, I mean, I would argue it's not redefined women. It's just made it clear about how more inclusive it is. And, it, and, and I think people can misunderstand what, what I think what I think that ruling is about. It's, it's, it's saying it, it. So there's other parts of the Equality Act, like the Sex Discrimination Act, basically saying a, a, a trans woman can also be discriminated as a woman yeah. so i don't it's not saying that trans women aren't, aren't aren't you know in saying that's the only ruling that says trans women you know and trans people should have protection under the act what it's saying is that for all purposes under that act um that um trans women are women for the purposes of the, that discrimination aspect of it um and that's good to hear and it was a it was um you know it was really positive that scotland introduced their gender reckoning Nation Act improved that over what we have in England. Well, well it's interesting, isn't it? Though, but the, it's 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 quite a conundrum because it's saying that women, uh, trans women with a GRC certificate. Well, actually, here's the problem: it takes seven to three years to get one, and actually that goes against the principles of self ID, isn't it? Because actually, you're saying you have to have got no. And I'm all for it. Actually, I think it's a really great thing, but it does leave the rest of us in a slightly ambiguous phrase. Those of you who are still in that process, it's... but Scotland are introducing self ID. Yes, they're they looking at self ID, so yeah. that that overcomes that. The problem you've got in England is we haven't got self ID. You have to get somebody else to tell you what gender you are officially you have to wait seven years to get 
somebody to tell to tell some some panel of people what gender you are i mean yes. the, the nonsense of that you know <laughs> um and i know occasions where people have been turned down by the panel it's ridiculous for not provided really? enough yeah i know uh, someone is not provided enough documentation or something you know or, or enough bills or because you have to prove through documentation all this yeah. sort of stuff no right of appeal either so the you know let's not get too bogged down in that particular issue because we're not there yet with that but um yeah no that but that's good you know it's good to see in scotland and it reflects it reflects public of ireland i think yeah and reflects lots more of the progressive parts of the world so you know and maybe we'll get there well and talking about progressive parts of the world actually i thought this was really quite interesting was that the this week the vatican have um said that trans people can be godparents at a at a baptism and witnesses at a wedding and as part of um, the attempts of Pope Francis to make the church more welcoming to LGBT people, and they can also be baptized. Now, I think that's I think this is a big move, and uh, because this is the Catholic Church we're talking about, so they have you know I mean if you think of how many Catholics are in the world, there's a lot of them, and especially in different sorts of countries, aren't there? And I think this is really quite fascinating because often there's a sign when you listen to the more extreme American doctrinists or evangelists. Of, Baptists or whatever it might be, unless you're a, a a white American carrying a large pistol, that you're, you know, you don't have any rights at all. But this is the church coming out and saying, you know, it's about being inclusive. And they've come up with this sort of really radical idea in religion that, um, what was it, what was it? it said something like that, you know, God welcomes all everybody into their, into the flock. I mean, how about that? You know, who thought religion would actually start thinking that it would be inclusive? Well, it is to be welcomed, although it's a very small step. You know, I think if you read, uh, if you read into it, you know, they still regard trans people as sinners. Uh, I guess, from my understanding, and it's but it can't say that. Because, but it can't say that because there's no such thing as trans people when the Bible was written, was there? So I think no, but a... that's but the, the, well, that's not what their position is. I agree yeah. with that. I mean, I don't, I don't follow the Bible to the letter. If we did it, yeah. the world would be very strange. I think if we followed it to the letter. But I mean, um, yes, it's a small step, but I think they still had caveats as long as it doesn't generate a public scandal yes. or disorientation. You know what that means. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it priests is also have a discretion to refuse, don't they? But but it's but it's the step, isn't it? It's the symbolism. It's that it, thing it's about a small the first step. step. But it's the first step, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's certainly a step um, more than I think um, a couple of popes previous. So I remember on one New Year's speech, I can't remember which pope it was. Um, but uh, um, it wasn't. It wasn't John Paul. It was, it was a couple after that. Um, they said, I think, oh, yeah. at one point, that uh, <laughs> said, I think um, that people, trans people, are a bigger threat to the world than uh, global warning. Uh, yes. Was was I think a quote or something? I remember reading, yeah. thinking, "Crikey!" And I, I realised that was powerful, but not that powerful. Yeah, Imagine you know, um, you know. So it is a small step, but it is, and, and to be welcomed. But it is, it it is a small step. I think. It is good to see. I mean, you know, I'm, 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 I've got a colleague I'm hoping to get onto a future part who, um, who, um, who is, belongs to a, um, an LGBT inclusive church, you know, um, and I think that's really interesting to see those. And that's, it's not unique. I think uh, it's good to see that those, are, those, those exist. I mean, I, I haven't got faith myself. I mean, partly wish I had, you know, might be a comfort in this world, but I haven't got a faith. But to see, you know, slowly but surely um things changing 
and it has to. I mean, you know, the, the subject of equal marriage, you know, I, I never come across anybody who seems to have any problem with equal marriage anymore. So mm. why on earth isn't being fully adopted by the church? Because surely the church would support more people making committed relationships with each other. Surely that's got to be preferable than, but, you know, it's still the case that um, equal marriage is not the, the case in most churches, it seems, or, or most religions just yet, which seems odd to me because surely the, the commitment is the, the more important thing. But yes. um, yeah, it is to be welcomed. I mean, in a very small comes of comfort, but the very fact um, they're doing that's happening. And in a, you know, yeah, and then, okay, the Vatican isn't, you know, isn't, um, isn't Italy, but it's in within Italy. And there's some pretty scary stuff happening in Italy with the current really white right wing uh, president, they call the president, and yes. some laws about, uh, I understand, for instance, uh, that are stopping um, same-sex couples adopting and almost trying to, intent in some parts, make make those children of same-sex couples stateless almost and things. It's pretty scary stuff um, around that. So to be happening in the middle of, uh, you know, s- sort of in the middle of Italy is, is interesting. Yeah. It's a real tussle going on through, you know, through the whole of Europe, I think, on, on yeah. this. So we were yeah. discussing the other day um, the situation in, Poland, which is horrific at one point with people with communities putting up um, anti LGBT signs saying no LGBT people can hear yet. Also, you're hearing, you know, in the bigger cities that actually, yeah. you know, that, that things are progressing a bit more again. So it's that is really interesting. This tussles happening. Well, it's fascinating, isn't it? Because the far right in Germany, I think it's Germany or Poland, actually have just lost um, quite a big share of power because actually there's been a huge rise in the the youth vote. And you see it in America, there's been a huge rise in um, the... some of the right-wing uh, mums groups have been defeated yeah. because lots of youngsters have been coming up and vote against them. And this is how we do it. I mean, the, our faith has to be in this generation that is, you know, supposedly the flaky snowflake generation. But honestly, there's, there's some, they're displaying some steel and some courage and some and some um, humility and some kindness. The sort of the sort of like we've we've seen seem to have forgotten, and probably we had when we were younger ourselves. You know, I'm sure you were at the barricades in Hungary in 1956. You, you sort of you sort of <laughs> look the type. I look old enough to be there. That, 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 that that's to be sure. Um, but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And that that is, that is uh, I mean, the only true snowflakes are those people that seem to be scared of using pe- people's correct pronouns. I mean, how how scared can you be of a little word? You know, but um. Yeah, you've seen that. You're just you've seen that. Just I think it's happened just this week in America. They have some elections in some states at, around this time, yeah. and and there was there was ballots on uh, abortion rights, and 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 almost across the board, the Republicans are trying to perpetuate a uh, an anti-feminist, anti-abortion, anti-trans agenda are losing on those issues, and I think they'll start to realise getting up there and shouting about trans people and shouting about woke is not going to win them any elections in the future because people either just sick and tired of hearing that nonsense or young people are going to say well it's just not who we are yeah there's a real disconnect and um and hope hopefully the same starts to happen here but you know i'm not seeing much sign of it just yet but well it it will happen um and it is it is happening and you know that's the thing about the journey of a a thousand miles starts with a thousand steps or whatever it is and uh whatever it is um 
So I think all we can do is be happy because I think things are improving. I like your optimism, Jill, and it's good for us to be trying to be optimistic for once. There hasn't been, I don't think there's been anything terrible this week against trans people from the government, which is in of itself positive because yes. <laughs> you, get so, you get so weary about it all, I think, um, sometimes. But yes, I mean, you know, it's it's small signs, I think, yeah. um, you know, but... Uh, Confirmation well, yeah. bias, you see, if, if you think the world's good, you'll spot the good stuff. And if you think the world's bad, you spot the bad stuff. So managing, managing that is really important part of, you know, how we manage our resilience in the world. And that's important. That's a subject we should talk about one day. I think we are. I think, well, we need to do something on that. Resilience is a, is, is a good subject. But yeah, it's good to be able to read the news, not be horrified on this subject anyway by everything. I mean, there's some, yeah. the news is grim at the moment in many, in many circumstances, but but, uh, but the couple of stories that you've seen are uh, certainly more positive. Well, I think I'm going to convert to Catholicism tonight, and so I can then therefore be be baptised by... Rapid onset Catholicism. There you are, there. There's the thought. Uh, Situ- uh, situational religion. Listen, I think it's... it's, it's, it's cause, I mean, I've had to... It's the one thing I've been disappointed in myself when I've when people have talked about maybe t- told me their religion and I've made an assumption that they won't be f- for people like me and I shouldn't make assumptions because I've met plenty of people who have very strong faiths who are absolutely supportive of trans and LGBT people and I, you know that it's my biases you know that I've had to overcome just like uh, so yeah so if if that is the case for you tonight <laughs> I will uh, I welcome that. Well, it's been a joy and I shall see you next week. Have a have a lovely have a lovely one and I shall do just checking my wallet and my um, yes, my yes, I've, specs I've, or whatever I've, the phrase is. I do feel blessed to have shared this this uh, brief pod with you, Jill. Go in peace, my daughter. <laughs> see you next see week. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Transvox. It's been a joy to have you with us. Um, if you want to um, make contact with us, you can contact us at gillian at transvox.co.uk. And if you'd like to support the work we do, please go to Patreon and go to page Transvox. And all of our money goes to our nominated charity. And Jen, you've chosen the charity for the next number of episodes. Which one have you chosen? Our charity is called Beyond Reflections, which is a charity that provides support and counselling to trans people, non-binary people and their friends and their families across the UK. An amazing charity doing some amazing work, really important. So please, if you can, give. Great. And if you want to go and have a look at Beyond Reflections, it's beyond-reflections.org.uk. And, uh, but as I say, if you'd like to make a contribution to what we're doing, because we love to help the people who help us. Uh, Again, if you've got ideas for um, the show, things you'd like to ask us, questions, comments, applause, or um, brickbats, feel free to send it all in to Gillian at transvox.co.uk. Until the next time, goodbye. Bye-bye.